Listener Production. It was a dull end to the week. Why did miners and tech stocks weigh on our market? Good afternoon, I'm Laura. It's Friday, the 21st of July. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Well, you might have noticed my good friend Stevie is unfortunately not here today, which means you won't get to hear any any of his dad jokes, probably to the relief of some of our listeners, including our lovely Tom, who's been trying to convince Stevie to stop his jokes for many years now. I literally sit here and watch Tom's eyes roll to the back of his head anytime Stevie tells a joke. Vastly different over here, though. I think Stevie is hilarious. I'm literally in stitches all day around Stevie. I probably have him to thank for my strong core from all the laughing. But to benefit those of our listeners who don't enjoy his dad jokes, you're in luck because I won't be filling his absence with a finance joke. So let's get straight into it. It was a pretty uninspiring session overall today. The Aussie market fell by 11 points or a fifth of 1% to 7,314. Over the course of the week, we saw declines for three of the five sessions. We ended the week slightly higher though, up by a fifth of 1%. So Wednesday's gains really, really helped. Seems like Stevie's off for a day and then we break the winning streak. I don't know if he took the wins with him. Over the month so far, with about a week to go, our market is up 1.5%. If Stevie was here, he'd probably tell you how we're doing over the quarter, the year, the financial year so far. But we'll skip that this Friday. We'll leave that to him next Friday when we're closer to the end of the month. There are a few drivers this week for the movements in our market. So at the outset, we had that China data dump, the biggest day of the month for data out of China. Overall, it was sluggish and this weighed on our markets. Tuesday was the RBA minutes. That didn't help either, signaling further rate hikes ahead. Wednesday was a good day, though. We had US earnings season ramping up, a time when US companies tell investors how they've done over the quarter. So we did benefit after bank stocks in the US posted solid results. And it's interesting to note here as well that so far, about 74% of the companies that have reported earnings have beaten market expectations. So it's been a pretty good earnings season so far, even though we're, we're only quite at the beginning of it. And then on Thursday, we had jobs data, which came in much hotter than expected that weighed on markets. So those were the main things that happened over the course of this week. And there was more in between, but those were some of the highlights, or I guess some of the lowlights in that case, because we did see the market falling for most of the days this week, unfortunately, which we know I don't like when that happens. I'm an optimist. I like to see the market lifting. So the good news is, as I mentioned at the outset, we did lift over the week. So we have to find that silver lining. We'll look at sector performance today. Five of the 11 sectors improved. Tech stocks saw the biggest declines today, though, but this was pretty expected. I was pretty unsurprised to see this because tech stocks in the US actually fell quite a lot. And that was mostly due to earnings results of Tesla and Netflix. So Tesla's actually the sixth largest stock on the US market. So that's why what happens with its share price really weighs on the market if it's a bad day for the stock. So despite it beating earnings expectations, there were concerns about its margin. So its share price fell 10%. And we also saw Netflix get a boost in subscribers after the crackdown on password sharing, which I spoke about yesterday. And I'm not happy about because I had to get my own Netflix account. I can't leech off my friends anymore. Um, But it missed revenue expectations. 
and that weighed heavily on the tech-heavy NASDAQ. Another great example of seeing so what happens overseas affecting our local market here, and that's why we talk about it and that's why we look at the broader context of things because all of these things work in and affect our local share market. The finance sector put an end to an eight-day winning streak today as well. All the major banks declined and miners were a drag, but BHP did help to offset steeper declines. The winner of the day, though, were energy stocks, which benefited from higher oil prices, and consumer staples did well as well, which is generally quite a defensive sector, and that was boosted by gains in the likes of Coles and Woolies. So I just wanted to give you guys a little bit of insight. So what I do during the day is look at the heat map of the market, which is essentially a visual representation of stocks that make up the ASX 200. It's divided into sectors so you can see which stocks are having the most impact on the market, whether that be in a positive or a negative way. So either a green or a red box. So it would be obviously a red box if the stock is declining, a green box if it's lifting. And the size of the box shows how much of an impact each stock is having, which correlates with the market cap of the company. So the larger the company, the more impact because it makes up more of the index. So as I alluded to earlier with BHP, that was a great example. So the whole mining sector was declining, but BHP was a support in the mining space today because it does make up so many index points because it's the the largest company on our stock market in general. Just to quickly touch on sectors over the week, we saw five of the 11 sectors declining. Miners did worst. We saw consumer discretionary stocks, which includes retail stocks. They were ended up flat and five sectors increase with financials lifting most unsurprisingly as well because we did see the bank stocks doing really quite well for most of the week. Moving on to some of the best and worst performers today. So we'll start with the best. Flight Center was definitely up there. Yesterday, the company upgraded its profit guidance and today it saw some lifts in its target price. So that benefited its share price. We also saw a boost in CSL shares, which helped the healthcare sector lift. Again, it makes up a large portion of index points. Coronado Resources was also higher today. It was actually the second best performer after releasing its quarterly earnings. So we saw a boost in production and in sales, and it also reaffirmed its full year guidance. So we saw its quarterly revenue at $728 million. Its coal production was up 15%, sales were up 8.3%. And just to the point of reaffirming its full year guidance, what investors are really looking closely at is what they're hoping or planning to do ahead or their expectations ahead, because markets are quite forward looking. So when they're positive about what they're expecting in the future, this can see a lift in its share price as we did with Coronado Resources today. Moving on to some of the worst performers though, well, In fact, the worst performer was mineral resources, the exact opposite of what we saw yesterday when they were actually the best performer. They reversed more than all of yesterday's gains. So just a reminder with what happened yesterday, the company announced that it simplified its joint venture agreement with Albemarle, which is the world's largest lithium miner. And it was a win-win situation for both companies. So we saw its share price lifting yesterday, but not today. They also received a few target price cuts today, which weighed on its share price. Newcrest was under pressure as well on the back of earnings results from US gold miner Newmont. So this is because they signed a $29 billion takeover deal in May. So between Newmont and Newcrest, Newmont will be the one taking over Newcrest. 
They're in the process of finalising that to create the world's largest gold producer. So a bad result isn't good news for Newcrest. We saw its shares down over 5% today. Gold miners in general were under pressure as well. We saw the gold subsector down around 3%. And finally, Imugene was down 6% today. It's fallen about 10% in the past two days. It released quite a bit of news this week. There was a lot to sift through, including it won a US patent. It announced a strategic collaboration. And today it came out with its quarterly activities and cash flow report. Wednesday was the only day this week that its share rose. And by quite a bit, they were up about 13%. Every other day, its share price has fallen. So investors are clearly not excited about what they're seeing. So that's about all the exciting things that happened on our share market today. It's always a little bit more quiet on a Friday because we've had all of the extra fun things happening throughout the week. So we'll look ahead to next week. We'll just touch on a few of the main things. So of course, US earnings season will continue. We'll have a lot of exciting companies actually coming up next week. So we have Alphabet and Microsoft coming up on Tuesday. Meta Platforms on Wednesday, which is the company behind Facebook and Instagram. And then Amazon on Thursday. That's just to name a few. There's definitely plenty more reporting, but those are the fun ones. We've also been recording some reels on Instagram telling you how the companies have gone for particular companies. So far, we've done Tesla. Stevie did that one the other day. So if you're interested, just make sure you jump onto our Instagram and have a look at that. In the US as well, the probably the most important thing happening next week will be their interest rate decision being handed down That'll happen on Wednesday night following their two-day meeting. As we mentioned before, they have a two-day meeting over there, which is a little bit different to how we do it here in Australia. So that'll be on Wednesday night. Markets are almost definitely pricing in a 25 basis point rate hike. It's about a 96% chance of getting that. So anything outside of that could surprise markets. The following day, which will, of course, miss that interest rate decision, there'll be quarterly economic growth figures coming out of the US as well. Moving on to locally next week, inflation data will be in the spotlight. That'll come out on Wednesday. That's a really, really big one. And just a refresher, earlier this week, we had jobs data coming out. In fact, it was just yesterday that came out hotter than expected, which could put pressure on the Reserve Bank to lift interest rates further. And then next week with that inflation data coming out, that'll be really pivotal to the interest rate decision as well. So those are the two main things that we've been waiting for and looking out for as we approach the interest rate decision, which will happen on the 1st of August. So plenty to look forward to next week as per usual. It's actually going to be a busier week next week than what we saw this week. And I'll leave all of you with a fun fact Did you know that Comsec was actually launched the same year I was born in 1995? I think that's pretty interesting. You know, some of the people around here were actually here when Comsec launched and it makes them feel a little bit old when I tell them I was actually born the same year that they started working here. Anyway, on that note, hopefully we'll have Stevie back on Monday. It's been quite dull without him here on the podcast. I'm missing his jokes and I'm missing the laughs. And on that note... Have a lovely weekend, everyone. We'll catch you back here on Monday.
This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067254399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.